0: Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is June 18th, 2014. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about some of the different uh, stock exchanges because a lot of people ask the question like, all right, what's the difference between the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ? that's a pretty good question
1: it really is it's something that in the business we kind of take for granted yeah
0: a lot of regular people don't don't know the
1: difference they just won't know so there's some physical differences and there's also some financial uh differences as well but i think it might be a good idea to start by defining what nasdaq actually is
0: yeah so nasdaq actually stands for the national association of dealers automated quotations right so a lot of people refer to that as the OTC market.
1: Right. The National Association of Dealers is all of the member firms that, that trade with each other on Wall Street. So you think of all of these big firms. They're all members of NASDAQ. And so they all have the ability to buy and sell, but they also have the ability to post quotes, to bid and to ask to buy and sell for different securities. And as Brendan mentioned, up until you know 1987, it was still referred to as the OTC market. In fact, a lot of times I find myself calling it. Yeah, the, people say either or. Yeah, the OTC market, so people, which stands for over the
0: counter. Right. So why why is it called the over the counter market?
1: Well, that's a great question because there really is no exchange. There's no exchange building like the New York Stock Exchange, for Nasdaq. When you know when Nasdaq started. And they started trading these over-the-counter stocks. They really started way back when in the 60s with penny stocks. And they were listed on uh, little books that were printed every day on pink paper. They were called pink sheets. These were little penny stocks. And the way that you would find out what the bid or the ask price was, which you, you actually had to call one of the market makers listed next to the stock. So... There really is no marketplace where people are buying and selling like you'd find at the New York Stock Exchange. But what you're going to see is it's more of electronic quotes now. There are still some trades that are done by phone. There's a
0: reason that they've moved on from the, the phone trades, right?
1: Yeah, kind of a what, interesting... What spurred that? <laughs> yeah, there was an interesting... Of We say it's interesting now, but at the time it was really pretty tragic. In 1987 in the stock market crash think about this a lot of well all of these trades on nasdaq were done by phone Mm -hmm. now we had one day in october of 87 where the the dow jones dropped 22 percent one day okay so imagine all of these brokers trying to call up on behalf of their clients to sell and get out of these stocks the market makers just decided not to answer the phone that day. And so people were stuck. And what do you do? Yeah, that was a real problem. And so out of that, NASDAQ came out with a, a new system.
0: Yeah, um, it's called the Small Order Execution System.
1: Right. It's called SOS. And what that means is if you're going to be involved in market making, you have to minimally post a bid for 100 shares, and an ask price, a buy and a sell, for 100 shares. That's the minimum that you can. And any orders that are 2,000 shares or less will usually get routed straight to a computer and done, filled automatically. But this SOS system kind of was born out of that 1987 stock market crash. So Brendan, a lot of these uh, small companies start on the NASDAQ. And they get bigger and bigger as time goes by, as they're publicly traded companies. And then they want to graduate. They want to move on. And most of them will move straight over to the New York Stock Exchange. But prior to really just a few years ago, there was an interim step. There was an interim place that they could go. Yeah. You're talking about the
0: uh, American Stock Exchange, right? Right. Uh, Well, it used to be called the Curb Exchange. Yeah. So why, why was it called the Curb Exchange?
1: Okay. Uh, they actually used to trade, on the American Stock Exchange, they used to trade outdoors. I mean, what do they do when it rains? Yeah, I don't know. they an yeah, okay, no umbrella. No trading today. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's raining. Uh, but they they moved indoors finally in 1921. But when I got started in the business in the 80s, I had clients who were born in the, you know, in the early 1900s, 1920, 1930. They still knew this as the curb exchange. and in the 60s and 70s and even into the 80s a lot of small companies would move from the OTC market now known as NASDAQ they would get a little bigger and they would hop onto the American Stock Exchange and then many of them would graduate to the New York Stock Exchange so it became an interim stepping stone to the bigger markets well a lot of uh, there were a lot of times where the Amex really didn't have the kind of volume That either Nasdaq or the New York Stock Exchange had so uh, they began trading a lot of things like options and in the 80s they picked up a great deal of the uh, uh, option volume uh, there but now um, in 2008 the New York Stock Exchange actually bought the Amex and so now it's all one big happy family uh, now so they don't have that stepping stone from Nasdaq to Amex, to the big board. So now it's just from NASDAQ straight over to the big board. All right. So by big board, you mean New York Stock Exchange, right? That's right. And if you're in New York City, I encourage you to take a tour, go down to Lower Manhattan. It's at the corner of Wall Street and Exchange Place. Go down there and take a a tour. Uh, You'll be amazed even today at how much activity happens on the floor of the exchange. So there's a lot of money, though, trading, trading hands down there. Yeah, about $16 trillion, right? That's pretty amazing when you think about it. If they took the, the market cap of all of these companies that trade on the New York Stock Exchange and add them all up together, you get $16 trillion. I mean, that's about the size of the entire United States economy, <laughs> uh, $16 trillion. So uh, New York Stock Exchange, most people refer to it uh, or think of it in terms of big, well-known companies that are that are there. Uh, but the surprising fact that a lot of people don't realize is that the large percentage of stocks that trade on the New York Stock Exchange are mid-cap names and small cap names. There's still a lot of these names out there. Uh, there's very few large cap names that are uh, traded in general, they're all on the big board with the exception of Google and Microsoft and Apple, and uh, you know, you'll know, you find them on the, on the New York Stock Exchange. Now when we talk about different securities, it's important to know that none of the securities that we mentioned in this or any podcast represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned here. If you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a big mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. If you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to help you out and answer whatever questions you have. Just pick up the phone. You can find us in New Jersey at area code 732-223-9000. Or you can find us on the web at maluli.net.
0: Okay, that's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new topic. Thanks for listening.